East Coast Radio Business Watch. Finance Minister Yenoch Gordongwana made his very first budget speech. And joining us to dissect the speech is Chief Economist for PwC in South Africa, Lulu Krichel. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. I suppose a natural starting point today, Lulu, would be the expenditure of government. Is it pretty much on par of what they expected earlier in October? There was an, about an increase of 60 billion rand from what they expected in October. In a total, just over 180 billion from what they expected last year. So um, a significant increase in the tax take. The main reason behind that, of course, the increase in mining taxes and revenues from there as a result of the increased commodity prices. But unfortunately, it will probably not be sustained into the future. So if we go back to strict economic terms, do you think this is an example of commodities receiving preference above traditional financial markets in times of the emergency such as the coronavirus pandemic? It definitely did play a role. Typically, you do see a flow to commodities such as gold, for example, if uh, financial markets are, un- are uncertain. But there's also been a significant increase in demand for certain commodities. If you look at steel, for example, steel and, and, and iron, the d- increase in the prices that we've seen there was also driven by an increase in demand. So it's a combination of those two factors. There has been a lot of different elements to this budget speech. Has the minister adjusted any personal tax brackets or taxes like VAT? So the main changes has been that the personal tax brackets has been adjusted for the increase in inflation. So that bracket creep that we normally see uh, that has not happened over the last few years to the full extent. The fact that it did happen again this year, I think, is an important signal from the National Treasury and SARS to say that we don't want to put further pressure on the taxpayer. They understand the pressure that the taxpayer is in. No major changes in, in, in most other tax areas. I think one of the, the, the things that are relief for the man on the street is that we haven't seen an increase in the fuel price levy and the road accident fund. So a major bit of relief there. And indirect taxes such as VAT, for example, stayed unchanged. So uh, a bit of relief from from the tax front, definitely, yes. And in terms of syntax, was there any adjustments? I know, for example, vaping has been added, beer powder has been added, but it seems like, for example, uh, in in previous years when the sugar tax was added, that the government doesn't necessarily have our health interests at heart and they are more interested in an extra revenue stream. Do you think this is the case? So they have increased the sugar, sugar tax a, a little bit. They have actually been saying for a few years that they will increase the sugar tax, and they have in fact done that. And to be very honest, it is not a major source of revenue for government. You know, if you look at all the other sources of revenue that we typically do see, but it hasn't been a significant source of revenue to the government over the last couple of years. And so this increase will probably also not be major, but they have said in a, for a while that they are expecting or want to introduce this increase and that they want to send an important signal uh, to the market with that. So they have stayed true to their word. And especially in, in the context of South Africa, unemployment is a big buzzword in any budget speech. And we know that the unemployment rate rose to almost 35%, which is the highest in, in a couple of years. Does this speech include any budget allocations toward job creations or stimulation of the secondary sector? So I think the key thing for us is we've looked at three particular areas, the one being 
does government provide any news or movement in terms of uh, solutions for our energy problems? Uh, the, the next one was uh, looking at skills and jobs and finally private sector investment. So to be honest, my feeling was that government still feels that they need to go at this alone. So they have made announcements of, you know, around a couple of programs that there has been in place in terms of creating jobs. But again, the focus has been mostly on government jobs, government projects that uh, are typically your shorter term projects. And we are really disappointed that they didn't make any specific announcements around how they're going to include private sector in some of these initiatives. And also uh, in terms of the energy crisis, which we feel um, at this point in time is the most important thing that we need to address to resolve our economic growth challenges. Um, it feels like that, you know, the can on that has been kicked down the road again because because the announcements that has been made around the reform in the markets, will we will only hear more around that in the next financial year. And to be very honest, in our opinion, resolving our energy issue is probably the most important thing that we need to do to address our unemployment crisis in the country. In the previous term, education took a bit of a backseat to make way for sorting out the pandemic. Do we have any good news from this specific budget speech for the education sector? So yes, government did announce, uh, for example, on tertiary education that they will uh, spend extra there. Um, I think it's about um, in the region of 35 billion rand in terms of loans and and um, you know backing for for students in the in the tertiary sector. Um, typically, the spending uh, on education is also increased by a little bit. But the fact of the matter is the challenges that we are sitting with right now are skills challenges and skills shortages to address some of these structural problems that we have in the economy. And I don't feel that that has been addressed. Of course, uh, government must have a long-term view around where education and skills will go and invest in that. But it feels to me like we're doing more of the same. You know, So throwing more money at the problem uh, is not going to be a solution. That's what we've been doing over the last couple of years and it really didn't make that much of a difference. So yes, there is more money available, uh, but I still don't feel that the government and the budget uh, in particular has uh, gone the distance to actually address some of the, the challenges that we have. Now, it was Minister Gordonguana's very first budget speech. How do you think it compares to previous budget speeches? Do you think he did it justice? And for example, if you had to give it a, a score out of 10, what, how do you think he did? To be very honest, um, if you look at the speech and the components of the speech, did he say everything that he was supposed to say? Yes, he did. As I said earlier, we were looking for a couple of specific areas that would really change the direction of growth in the economy. And I did not feel that he took the opportunity to actually address that. So I must say, for that reason, I would give him a four out of 10. And, uh, you know, if you look at, at things like the deficit, yes, doing the um, National Treasury is doing a great job there. We're reducing our deficit. And if you look at a lot of the indicators around that, we're doing probably not too bad of a job. But I feel that it's really a missed opportunity to galvanize private sector to, to actually look at how government and private sector can work together to uh, resolve our economic circumstances. So from that perspective, I felt that it missed the boat completely. That's Chief Economist for PwC in South Africa, Lulu Kriegel, speaking about Finance Minister Enoch Gordon-Guana's maiden budget speech a bit earlier. Thank you very much for your time today. Only a pleasure.